Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Thursday, August 19th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include California mortgage stats, Saudi state-backed mortgage-backed securities, and reaction to the FOMC minutes. I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, Candor. Have you heard of Candor yet? As you'll hear shortly, they're gaining groundswell for their dynamic, adaptive, and automated underwriting engine. So, you say that you never learn anything by listening to this podcast. How about Wiley E. Coyote's middle name? His first name is an obvious pun on the word Wiley. His middle initial E is said to stand for Ethelbert in one issue of Looney Tunes and Mary. And say what you want about California's political and tax climate, Cali still accounts for nearly 25% of residential production in the United States, and 80% of the world's almonds. Unfortunately, the 2,500 square miles of almond trees are water-intensive, as are putting out forest fires, and the finite water supply is causing issues. California is the site of next week's in-person Western Secondary, with over 600 people registered. The state ranks 13th in the newly released mid-year 2021 U.S. foreclosure market report from Adam. But the news is good. Nationwide foreclosure filings in the first six months of 2021 were down 61% from the same time period a year ago, and down 78% from the same time period two years ago. So much, so far, for all the experts predicting foreclosure disaster this year. California's GDP is more than twice that of Russia's, and well above countries such as India, Great Britain, and France. Heard links to those stories, as well as the latest on employment, promotions, and transitions, and products and services, visit robchrisman.com. Have you heard that Saudi Arabia's state-backed mortgage refinancer? Saudi Real Estate Refinance Co., or SRC, expects to begin issuing mortgage-backed securities this year? SRC is comparable to Fannie Mae and was founded in 2017 to provide low-cost financing to banks and financial institutions so that they can offer cheaper mortgages to nationals. Thousands of young Saudis reach adulthood each year, and a gradual trend for smaller families will boost mortgage demand. While the original goal of the program was aimed at diversifying and modernizing the domestic economy, the domestic home loan boom has been supporting overall credit growth in the kingdom. Bank credit grew close to 15% last year with an expected growth in excess of 10% this year. Credit growth will be significantly supported by mortgages that are expected to expand by 30% this year. The Saudi news prompted Dr. Matt Lind, partner emeritus at Stratmore Group, to observe, In order to issue mortgage-backed securities on global markets, mortgages need to allow for evictions of delinquent borrowers. The Sharia clerics said they would not approve evictions that put borrowers out on the street. To solve this problem, it was suggested that the kingdom provide decent government-owned housing into which foreclosed borrowers could be moved. Such housing could also serve as lower-income housing. This proposal was approved by the clerics in 2010, but has apparently taken much longer to be implemented. Readers should know that Saudi mortgages do not use the term interest payments, which are a Sharia no-no. Instead, borrowers pay a, quote, profit payment, end quote, to the lender. Thanks, Matt. Returning to the U.S., the Federal Reserve's bond buying program no longer makes sense in an economy restrained by shortages of essential materials and workers, according to Fed board member Eric Rosengren, president of the Boston Fed. He said he would support an announcement at the central bank's September meeting that it will start scaling back bond buying in the autumn 
and bring it to an end around the middle of 2022. Along those lines, the Federal Open Market Committee minutes yesterday pushed back on both the timing and the pace of tapering as several committee members still do not believe that the goal of substantial further progress has been met toward unemployment and believe the start of next year would be a better target for reducing asset purchases. Most saw benefits in reducing the pace of net purchases at Treasury Securities and Agency MBS proportionally in order to end both sets of purchases at the same time. The tapering discussion is going to be at the top of the agenda when the FOMC convenes in Jackson Hole in the coming weeks. Now, it's about determining the timing, since the FOMC has surpassed its inflation target and are moving toward targeted unemployment. A pickup in the Delta variant of COVID obviously complicates matters, but the bond market was little moved overall by the trading day's end. Home prices are high, as are costs for materials, land, and labor. Total housing starts declined 7% month-over-month in July to miss expectations, rising only 2.5% year-over-year, largely due to shortages of labor and materials. July also wasn't a great month for COVID. On the bright side, from a future inventory perspective, there are now around 690,000 single-family homes under construction, the most since 2007. Building permits declined, but were still more than expected, though it has been the pattern for at least a year where permits look good, but starts don't materialize. If, or when, supply constraints begin to loosen, the pace of construction should continue to increase, as should home affordability. Today's economic calendar is underway with weekly jobless claims, in at 348,000, down from 375,000, with continuing claims at 2.82 million, and Philadelphia Fed manufacturing for August, down 2.5 to 19.4. Later this morning brings July leading indicators and Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey for the week ending August 11th. We start Thursday with agency MBS prices better nearly an eighth, and the 10-year yielding 1.23% after closing yesterday at 1.27%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. I'm fat, but identify as skinny. Does that mean I'm trans-slender? Ha ha ha. Thanks again to Candor for sponsoring today's podcast. I look forward to hearing more great things. Want to know more? Go to candortechnology.com. Tell them Robbie Christman sent you. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, Search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.